Hey. <laughs> so this is the first episode of Mominous, which is the podcast that explores the creepy shit that your kids say, primarily to make ourselves feel better about the creepy shit that our kids say. That's right. <laughs> Although my kid doesn't say anything creepy at all. I just don't understand that. Like, Georgie's going to say some crazy shit. I know, but how is old. James not? I don't know. He's just mellow. He says deep things. Like what? I walked in today, and he had big crocodile tears going, and he said, I have a sad life. <laughs> <laughs> Which Did I'm he not skip at. directly to middle school? I know. Oh, God. Oh, the drama's going to be so bad. No, it's going to be horrendous. He's going to be whatever the emo is oh, in 10 years. I will hold him in his goth black makeup and I will love <laughs> the shit out of that kid. He's going to be like, Mom, God. Mom, Mom, can I borrow your black lipstick? Whore. <laughs> <laughs> your eyeliner's disgusting. <laughs> See, on the other side of the spectrum, Harry says creepy shit all the time. Yeah, he's the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> so, to clue everybody into how this all started, Harry actually had a creepy ghost friend named Arlo. Mm -hmm. And he would blame everything on Arlo. And at first I was like, Arlo doesn't fucking exist. It's just... And he sounds like a dick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Arlo's Harry's alter ego. So when he does shitty things, he's like, oh, that was Arlo, not Harry. You know, <laughs> but then he started to be like Arlo's over there, and Arlo says this, and Arlo says that, and then we had this uh, automatic trash can, and it kept going on and off, and he was like, "That's Arlo." So one night after Harry had gone to sleep, it started going on and off, and Dan, my husband, said, um, "Arlo, stop it," and it and it stopped, and it never happened again. I've never heard this story before, and that is fucked up. <laughs> it's, it really is. No, it's not. It's, it's certainly not comforting. I mean, I, there's a hippie part of me that wonders if, like, little kids are still in touch with the astral plane or whatever it is, and they are talking to people that we can't see. I mean, I mean, the possibility also exists that Harry's just a dick, but no. I mean, he might be like smarter than all of us, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, Arlo fucking like stole your car last night." Oh my god! I was like, "Dude, don't!" <laughs> Mom will be so mad, but he just did. Arlo filled all of your vodka bottles up with tap water. <laughs> My mom had a bottle of Gordon's gin in her liquor cabinet, which was probably my grandmother's bottle of Gordon's gin. Like, <laughs> it just wasn't getting touched. And I think, like, 17-year-old me probably did that move. And You then, waited until you were 17? Well. Um, what kind of goody two-shoes Sandra D shit were you? I was pretty good. Oh. I was the president I of the I regret orchestra. this podcast immediately. Yeah, canceled. <laughs> Next week, we'll have the new partner, Arlo. He's going to fuck you up. And he just sounds like this. <sighs> <laughs> 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 
It's just straight growling it's for half masturbating. of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> masturbating ghosts and moms. Yeah, well, it is what it is. All right. So, the topic of this week is irrational fears. <laughs> so, having a ghost is technically an irrational fear as it is. So, Unless what are real? You, like what do you have any other weird irrational fears? Yeah. All right. So, what are they? Okay, so a very specific one is and this is every time I sit down on the pot, I'm pretty a snake bite over your vagina. Asshole. I'm terrified that you're like, more worried about your asshole plane, than like, vagina. Boom, just gonna like, cl- like just clobber me. <laughs> I'm just super. I'm super confused about the asshole versus the vagina. I mean, I don't want it to go in either places, <laughs> and this is my irrational fear. So I will not be judged. I'm actually sitting in the fetal position because I'm freaked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. <laughs> I'm so rocking. mine is, you know, I love to drive in the summertime with the, with you know, with the windows open, but I'm terrified <laughs> that my windows are going to be open and I'm going to be rocking out and I'm going to run over roadkill with my windows open and the roadkill juice is going to oh, go in my mouth. That's a completely rational fear. I know. It'll probably happen tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's horrible because like roadkill's the number one export in New Jersey. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ugh. Yeah. So think about that the next time you drive with your windows open. I would be too busy thinking about a snake clobber. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Rational, irrational fear is any visual of any zombie. I cannot talk about it. I can't take it in. Slow-moving zombie, fast-moving zombie, does it not matter? I barely brought it up because I don't like to talk about it. Okay, so mine is exorcisms. I don't like exorcisms. I couldn't even, when the exorcism of Emily Rose was coming out and the trailers were playing, I could not watch it. I would have to change the channel. Is the exorcism of Emily Rose the one that's like the young girl in the barn? I I don't know. I refuse to watch the trailers. (laughs) I'm not so bothered by exorcisms because I truly don't believe in them. I mean, I mean... That's because your son doesn't say creepy shit. But I also don't believe in zombies. But you're still scared by them? I can't. Like, if a Walking Dead commercial happens to pass over my desk in some way, (laughs) I am fucked for many weeks. I cannot. So what about when everybody was obsessed with the Walking Dead and it was everywhere? Did you, were you just under I dropped a rock? friends like flies. I was like, I, <laughs> if you're watching it, just fuck off. Die. You're like, I know you were a bridesmaid in my wedding, but no thanks. No bridesmaids in my wedding were even remotely interested in that show. <laughs> was, that, was that a requirement? It was a requirement. <laughs> um, no, I'm actually now going through the roster, and I don't think 
that they're the type? I mean, okay, but Dan probably loved The Walking Dead. Does he? Of course he does. No, he totally does. Like, it's a thing. I feel like Dan's the kind of guy that pictures himself in there just, like, knuckle-busting zombies and, like, tearing a leg off. The man's a corporate stooge. He hasn't done a day of hard labor his entire life. His hands are the softest things you'll ever feel. (laughs) And if you think I'm kidding, I am 100% not. Okay. No. He's, I mean, maybe, okay, maybe he has a rich fantasy life and he's like, you know, wants to be the guy with the bat with the nails sticking out of it, like, like crushing skulls and kicking zombie ass. But it, I, I feel like he's closer to wanting to be the producer of the show who Ooh. like fires everybody. Like, like just it's like we mix read them your email. With the, with the, you in fact did send the dick. And <laughs> it's just like straight Game of Thrones, kill everybody off all the time. Aww. I mean, yeah, I feel like that's what dream. he would like. <laughs> I want to be the producer on Walking Dead. That's his Valhalla, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, any other irrational fears? I wrote a note to myself, and I said, rational fear, I will get ass or brain cancer from my phone. I mean, you're definitely gonna. I know, right? It's rational. But those are specific kinds of cancer. Well, I don't want either of those. But you're the most afraid of those. Those are the ones that would upset me the most. (laughs) Ass or brain I don't want ass cancer. I don't want to talk about cancer now. I feel like we're kicking this off in a bad way. I know. <laughs> well, it was my irrational fear. No. It's it's rational. It's just funny that ass and brain are your call-outs. Well, brain's because the phone is right. by the head. And ass is because of the, the snake venom, the cancer-causing snake venom. <laughs> <laughs> my rational fear includes the dark. And shut up, because that is totally rational. It's 100% rational. Oh, you have that on your list. The dark. All right, so then we I'm terrified of the dark. What, when the power goes out? I have to, like, run for a flashlight. I have flashlights stashed all over the house. Do you ever wonder, like, would you actually go save your kids? (laughs) (laughs) Say that one more time. No, go ahead. I, I dare you. Do you ever wonder, like, when it's a blackout, you're like, would I go into this sea of darkness and <laughs> save my children or not? All right. So related and sort of circling back to topics, <laughs> Harry's room um, definitely feels a little weird. Okay. And I certainly had instances where I'm putting him to bed and I sing him the song and I'm going to give him the bottle and all that crap. And I'm, you know, sort of trying to rush through it because I feel weird. And I, like, put him down in the crib and I'm like, yoink! You stay! (laughs) I'm out! (laughs) Later, sucker! I had a fear moment one time when I was putting James down in his crib. that, And I was really proud of this. I put him down and I was like, what if, like, some 
zombie girl with wet hair from the ring or whatever comes like crawling out of the darkness and i was like i would fucking stay i would try to kick her in the face (laughs) (laughs) i'm not leaving my kid in here though and i actually turned the light on to make sure there wasn't a zombie girl did you wake him up he wasn't out yet oh dear but i totally like i had done 45 minutes of build up into the soft peaceful Oh, sure. Yeah. And then I was like, flash it on the light. Because <laughs> I want to make sure that the exorcist girl is not in the corner of chucking pea soup all over this place. <laughs> and she wasn't. And then I was like, okay, uh, Spoiler alert, she wasn't. That? Yeah, no. She wasn't. <laughs> She's not real. <laughs> See, you're a better mom than I, because I was just like, I put them down and run away. <laughs> <laughs> Save yourself. Darwinism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Get used to it, kid. Life sucks. <laughs> Is there any more irrational, irrational fears? I don't think so. I mean, like, I've I've put out some embarrassing stuff at this point now. I think the Mostly around your butt. Yeah. Centered around your butt. I've got some butt, butt. stuff. <laughs> it just tells you something. I've now got some fodder for my therapist for next week. So I'm concerned let's, about my butt issues. Let's talk about my butt fear. <laughs> it should be like, are you, is it sexual? And I'm like, no, it's like snakes and cell phones. <laughs> Those are the primary yeah. aggressors in my butt fears. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> All right, I've got one more. Okay. I'm terrified of stepping on Gigi's head. Oh, yeah. Like, she's on the ground, and yeah. she's seven and a half months old, and she's, like, I mean, she rolls around, but she's also kind of a slug, like, still in the slug phase. Yeah. So, I am, I just. That's terrifying. I consider, like, you know, she'll be in the bathroom, and I'll move the stool over to the sink so Harry can uh, brush his teeth, and all I can picture is, like, I have a death grip on the stool because I'm like I don't want to drop, it on, drop her head. it on her but that's not irrational that's just like mom protectiveness and being aware that your kid's like a little squish <laughs> and she can't protect herself <laughs> and you don't want to be the one to squish so you're yeah get... I think that's perfectly <laughs> it would be so reasonable. much worse if it was me if it no. was my husband I could hang that over the his head for the rest <laughs> of our lives He'd be like, I don't want to go up to the garage apartment and get you your hard seltzers. And I'm like, well, you stepped on our baby's head. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where I went, why I went there for the benefit, but tells you something. Fodder for my therapist. I like that (laughs) the big price (laughs) that he had to pay. For murder, effectively, is <laughs> lugging your heart seltzer. That's right, you rascal. <laughs> Life sentence, bitch. Exactly. Go get my white claw. <laughs> All right. So should we uh, should we hop into the stories? Yeah. So the whole point of this podcast is a for Katie and I to feel a little busy and important. Yes. Oh, by the way, my name is Claire Berrios, and this is, uh, uh, cell phone butt sex fear. (laughs) No, this is Kate. Kate Judge. (laughs) I realize we probably should have done that in the beginning. 
Um, I feel like I'm going to put this out there right now, that this is a first go for us, and <laughs> we've been talking about some dark shit, and this is a zero concern safe space right now. In your wood paneled basement. False. This room is Wedgwood White. It's been decorated for years. There is no wood paneling. There's loads of wood paneling. This looks like, like a 70s serial killer lair. Which we thought would Complete be Complete really with a blow-up mattress. What are we going to do with that? I'm going to kill you on that. <laughs> I'm murder is that you. where the ghosts sleep? Yeah. That's Arlo. Arlo's hanging right oh, there. Oh, shit, Arlo. What up, fucker? What's up, man? <laughs> you want to come over here and have a hard seltzer? <laughs> I'm on the Savvy B. In my, what is this? Hydro flask. That's, that's so Keep classy. your wine cool, mamas. Then, then again, I have no, uh, I can't really make fun of you considering I'm drinking off-brand White Claws. It's really good. It is delicious. Bon and Viv, you might be our first sponsor. Ever. All right. So the point of this podcast is to read your stories of the creepy shit that your kids say. Um, because it's really fun to imagine that another parent has it way worse than you do. Mm-hmm. So as creepy as your kid is, there's definitely somebody whose kid is creepier. And so we, we've set out to prove this. Do you want to go first? Um, yeah, I've got a favorite one, too. I'm actually, I want to go first because I definitely want this one. And I feel like you probably have it, too. I know which one you're going to do. Guess. Is it Tizra's? No. All right, then you go. Okay. So it's from Martha. And she says... When my nephew was four, he was looking oh, I did through have a magazine and Fucking saw asshole. some Art Deco buildings. He said to my sister, oh, Palm Springs. I haven't been there in over 60 years. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's amazing. And then this kid also said, around the same age, he started explaining to his mother how an elevator worked, and then he said, but that's not how it worked in the old country. <laughs> this guy's not freaky. He's straight up proof of reincarnation. <laughs> like, give him an Oprah podcast. Let him tell us how wars <laughs> were fought and how we can avoid them. I want this kid to be president. When I was a youngster, Coca-Cola's <laughs> used to cost a nickel. <laughs> I got milk from goat. <laughs> no, that's that's Russia right now. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, did they have elevators? In the no, I country? love that because you know what I have to say it is so. Ch First off, I love the juxtaposition of like young kids and old people. I know. That's why I name my son Harry. It's an old guy name. I mean, I named my daughter Georgina. So. She's 90. <laughs> um, I love but it's, it's so charming. I yeah. mean, like, especially this whole, you know, uh, Palm Springs. I know. Like, well, I mean, what yeah. a targeted area. 
I personally believe he obviously like picked that up from some old person that he was taking in, but what if he's like Nah he's a ghost. Not we, him, but his grandpappy's his, hanging his out in the right telling there. him about how this elevated. Like, oh Palm Springs. They Back used to have days. the best hookahs. That's what grandpappies say, right? <laughs> to their four-year-old. I mean, not my grandpappy, but everybody else's. I never met my grandpappy. Oh, pity to you. Boo. I bet he loved the hookers in Palm Springs. He though. definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> his picture's up in some some cat house there. <laughs> yeah, I think his picture is up in some golf club in Scranton somewhere. But, you know. Uh, and... And, and the whorehouse. And the whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Rock on, Grandpa. All right, I've got one. Okay. So this is my favorite so far. So this is from Tizra. Okay. And she says, when we first moved here a year and a half ago, on the first or second night in the house, my then almost four-year-old, I'm not going to say her name, was dancing and singing loudly in the living room. She abruptly stopped, her face fell serious, and she gave a slow, dramatic side-eye. Which, by the way, kids and side-eyes. So good. It's so good. It's like my number one giggle trigger when James just, like, looks at me like, you stupid asshole. (laughs) And I'm furious, but God. I mean, are you being a stupid asshole? Sometimes. (laughs) Certainly by his definition. So, Tizra says, I asked her what was the matter, and she said, someone was saying boo at me, and I don't like it. I'm like, fuck, we bought a haunted house, which I feel like is a reasonable response. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, like, boo. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like that could just be, be her daughter's... Like a misunderstood no. <laughs> it, I feel like it's around Halloween. It's like, yeah. boo says the ghost, whatever. But then she continues. Wait for it. When we were living in the city and she was about three, she told us stories about the mommy with the dark hair that lives in the apartment building hallway. She didn't say apartment. That's in parentheses. I was like, hmm, does she ever talk to you? And she laughs as if I'm an idiot. Haha, no, mommy. She stops laughing and very seriously says, there's tape on her mouth. <gasps> what I the know, it's fuck? so good! That's gross. <laughs> so wait, she wait, how followed- old is this kid? Three. Oh, Jesus. She was three then. This, doing this podcast is going to make me believe in ghosts and also make me not be able to be alone ever anywhere. Welcome to the rest of your life. Now. You're going to be staying in my, my guest suite. <sighs> I hope there's wood paneling. AKA. The garage. <laughs> Am I There's going white claws, to be the don't one worry. that lug, lugs the white claw? <laughs> so she actually continues. And she says, at the house, I just told her to tell him. And I don't know why she said him. I think she means her. That she's not in the mood and to leave her alone. The comment about the woman. Oh, maybe it's the ghost. The comment about the woman with the tape over her mouth. I think my hubby and I just exchanged looks. She was already on to her next thought before I could fully process what she said, so I didn't respond. I'm sorry, but I would chase that down. I want to understand. You would bring it back up? Yeah. Immediately. Like, what would you ask? I'd get down on my knees and be like, 
What's up, buddy? <laughs> Who's got tape on their mouth? Is it silver tape? Oh. Is it present tape? And where did you see that? Yeah, I'd want to understand if it was like a... Somebody was watching Dateline in front of my kid, or <laughs> is this the astral plane, and do we need to call a tarot card reader, or... Is that who solves the problems? I don't know. This is, like, my made-up version of solving <laughs> problems on the astral plane, so, that, like, I definitely... I'd probably assemble an Avenger force that would include a tarot card reader. I mean, sure, if you got to round it out. Yeah. I feel like, but I feel like, you know, you you have other people. You've got a Ghostbuster. You have a psychic. You've priest. got, um, like, a priest. I feel like that's the event, the core Avengers. The Iron Man, Captain I America, I and, I don't know, fucking Rocket the Raccoon of the Avengers. Mm, Rocky the Raccoon. Who's your favorite Avenger? Character, I hate not all. actor. I hate them all. Wow. It's so boring. False. Wait, no. Thanos. Oh, shit. I this... love Thanos. Of course you do, because you hate the, the Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Do you have another one? I like Iron Man. I I refuse to engage in this dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> Noted for later. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a bunch. Okay. I have a bunch, and then I encountered one today as I was, you know, reading all of our posts, and this one's twisted, and I really enjoy it. So, oh, this woman wrote, My five-year-old son asked me last week, what do you see through the black circles in my eyes when you're controlling me while I'm at school? Oh my god! What would you do with that? That's like like black helicopters circling and MK Ultra. That's some bullshit. I'm really I want to meet this kid. That's what fire stations are for. Either like he's Watched Resident Evil or some weird shit. I'm super Wait, how skeptical. Old is he? Do we know? No. Five. Five. Resident Evil? Well, like, took it in, like, he's got an older brother that was watching it. Or this kid's an evil genius. And he like is a Damien? freaking his mom out. I, that's, yeah, you're right. That's entirely possible. I couldn't believe that one when I read it. Because I feel like, yeah. No, I get that. I mean, if Jay <laughs> said that to me, I'd be like... He's mad because he's got to go to school or tie his no, shoes I'd be like, or make his bed or some shit. what did I do to make you think <laughs> that I was controlling you through your eyes? And how can I tap into that more? <laughs> That's... That's really disconcerting, especially like the dark circles in your yeah. eye thing. Well, that I actually think is like no, it's the pupils, but it's so it's such romantic yeah. language for a five year old. I know this kid's living in a deep house. I bet he's in a brownstone. My obsidian and... discs, mother of mine. <laughs> what 
do you see? <laughs> you really cracked yourself up with that, right? <laughs> do you need a minute? I'm going to teach my son to speak like Jeremy Irons. <laughs> I just locked in on that. He's Mother. just going to be a living, breathing scar. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot he was the original scar. He was great. I only scar. Well, they just redid the movie. Who's the new scar? Yeah, but that doesn't count. Beyonce. It counts. Does not count. Jeremy Donald Ian's Glover. J.I. Till I die. Well, I haven't seen the new one, but I have deep respect for the cast. Because I love All right, Donald I haven't Glover. seen it either. Yeah. Admittedly, Fuck I don't you. like movies. <laughs> <laughs> you won't talk Avengers. You won't talk New Line. I will talk I Blues Brothers, Animal House. That's it. Belushi movies or nothing. I have seen neither of those films. I'm sorry. Yep. Pure confessions. Oh, dear. Okay. All right. We're moving First on. and last <laughs> episode. She's pissed. <laughs> I'm just going to block that out of my memory. <laughs> Except we just recorded it. <laughs> you think I listen to this shit? <laughs> All right. I've got one from Sarah. Okay. She says, we were sitting at dinner in our new house. By the way, everybody in our town is is ha- has a new house. That's like a running theme with all of these posts. So, a little background on where we're sourcing most of this information. We are talking to moms in and around our community. And they are volunteering this information. Dads too, but it's all moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come um, on. And so I'm not surprised to hear that because we're in the burbs in Jersey and people I know. are forever coming. The Brooklynites are flocking. Yeah. Okay. So she says, we were sitting at a dinner in our new house and my daughter, three years old, was staring out the window. I asked her what she was looking at and she said, that boy outside. My husband and I looked at each other trying not to freak out. I st- started asking my daughter about the boy and she said he had red hair was wearing a rain jacket and boots and looked mad she said he wants to come inside my husband and i at the same time yelled no later in the evening we were walking outside and we asked her if he was still there she looked at the same place where she said he was standing and she said nope he went home all right this whole come inside thing I, I listen to several paranormal podcasts. Okay, and this so is you're an running... expert is what you're telling me. Yes, and no, I, I, I have a degree in nonsense. I have listened to 28 episodes <laughs> of Criminals, so you I... You can't see me, but I'm pushing my, t- my glasses up my nose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm basically a public defender. <laughs> I'm actually here for your expertise. I've taken copious notes. <laughs> <laughs> So this whole, like, I want to come inside thing is, like, a running theme. And that is freaky to me. Vampires. You have to invite a vampire in. He's, no vampire has red hair. I know, but that's, like, a vampire culture thing, too. No, I get it. But, like, what happens when they say yes? Like, do the ghosts come inside and, and then... kill you. <laughs> <laughs> do they rearrange your sock drawer? Oh, 
That would be awesome. Cause some shenanigans. Loosen the salt shaker. I'd be down for... I mean, the salt shaker would piss me off. I could ruin my <laughs> risotto. Anyway, I just feel like this whole... That's freaky to me. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not sure... I mean, it's great because they caught it before she was, like, convinced to let him inside, but at the same point in time, that's freaky. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I've got one. Okay. This one cracked me up, <laughs> but, like... No, it's just... It's twisted, but... Oh, it's so good. Okay. From Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer, for sharing this one. My son told me years ago that once I died, he would cut off my hair and make a wig for himself. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if I'm horrified or jealous. So you, I want, okay like, over that there? level, like, Liza Minnelli, like... Adoration out of Liza my kids. Liza Minnelli, that's fucking Norman Bates. When she dies, he's gonna stuff her. Oh no, I thought he was gonna like cut her hair off and be like, I can look. Yeah, like and that's that's like the most like PG thing he could do. He's de I mean, anybody who cuts their dead mother's hair off to make a wig is 100% got some taxidermy bullshit happening. Okay, but another theater girl interpretation of that would be, like, Eliza Minnelli. I get it. I understand that. <laughs> That's my interpretation. Okay. So, I've got one last one. Are you ready? I want it. <laughs> this is from Isabel. And she starts it by saying, so yes. <laughs> So yes, my son who turned four last week introduced me to his ghost friend Rocky in early July. Rocky just appeared literally one morning and he's been quite the presence in our family since. At first it was cute. He was an imaginary friend with quite the story. We know where he was born, what he looks like, and that he's about three years old. So right in between my two boys who are two and four years old. He comes over to play, enjoys certain snacks and meals, and seems to be a fun buddy. I wasn't creeped out until my youngest also started to refer to Rocky coming to visit and playing with Ro Wait, this is confusing. Playing with Rocky and how sometimes Rocky's over there just sitting and watching TV with us. He's a ghost brother. That's in quotes. Hmm. Now, all of this wouldn't prevent me from sleeping at night except the fact that I had actually lost a child between my two boys who would have been about Rocky's age now. Oh. That's, that's so, I feel like that's on the comforting end. That's some astral plane shit. We're like, do these kids know each other? It's true. She also did a really cool scream emoji. <laughs> and I kind of want to know how she got it. <laughs> but I, I feel like that's a little bit comforting. You know what I mean? To suffer such a such a horrific loss mm. and just to have knowledge that that child like is active and present and didn't just you know go into the ethers like I feel like that would bring me comfort then again you know who knows 
You mm. look like you have thoughts. Well, I mean, I think it's, I think that's, I could see that being really comforting. Like, a, like to have that thought. Or also just be like, something that makes you feel really sad if you're, if you're someone that lost a baby. Or, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh. We can't end on that. No. <laughs> that was a poor choice on my part. <laughs> do you have a do you have a lighthearted one? Um, of course I do. I mean, I, you know, busted out my wig story, which was amazing. I love that wig story. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's great. I just take umbrage with how it's gonna. I have end kind up. of like a magical one that I thought was really cute. Yeah. Okay. And Turn I on me. totally think this woman also totally thinks that she was just bone fucking tired and that this didn't really happen but we're going with it because becky sent this in and so oh, becky becky with the good hair okay our then one-year-old daughter woke up crying for a few hours when we had put her to bed which she never did i was super pregnant with our second child and i was exhausted i was getting ready to go in to see what was up when I saw what I swear was a flicker of light or a sparkle headed towards her closed door. A second later, she gave a giggle and went silent. So Tinkerbell is fucking real. <laughs> and that hoe is breaking into houses. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I don't... I've been that tired where I'm like, there's a sparkle <laughs> by the door. It's floating magically. Yeah. But maybe it was Tinkerbell just being like, baby girl, just go to sleep so your mom can go <laughs> just, to sleep. Just, just stop Chill it. out. Just, just chill come out. On. Come on. I'll tell you a story. <laughs> I'll bring in my asshole buddy, Arlo. <laughs> We'll just Arlo tell you just how it's going to be. And look yeah. weirdly at when you, you're little older, rock. And... Arlo will steal your mom's car for you. <laughs> and you can say it was him. Fucking Arlo. I love Arlo. Do you? Yeah. I fully support Arlo. And now that I'm really <laughs> dialed in, I'm going to expand his role. So you would like, scar like start a scholarship fund for Arlo? No, I'm going to start whispering to Harry when I'm at your house. Oh, like, hey, that's, it'd be really that's cool. That's not nice. <laughs> if Arlo just went over there and threw your dad's drink into the irises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he'll do it, that little shit. Huh? He doesn't need an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. I think Arlo is this because wants to do Dan some beat you sweet with... jumps off with his tricycle. Is this because Dan beat you at go-karts? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. And I thought we had a sacred friendship agreement. We did not. I don't know where you came up with I that. I thought we did. <laughs> I certainly thought we did. <laughs> Next week, we will not be discussing the go-kart incident where her husband cheated. And tried to win by cheating. Next episode on podcast, Dan responds. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like this is a good place to end it. Yeah, if 
You think so. <laughs> As the wife of Dan. <laughs> Go-kart cheating fuck. <laughs> you know he's going to listen to this, right? Yep. Hey, Dan, you're a go-kart cheating fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where we ended. (laughs) So, remember when your kids say creepy shit, don't let it bother you. But don't turn around. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that was good. We love hearing from you and hearing the creepy shit that your kids are saying. So, If you have any stories to share that you would like us to share on our Mominous podcast, email us at Mominous at... No, Mominous Podcast at gmail.com. Mominous Podcast at... Gmail.com. Gmail.com. Oh, God, you're terrible at this. Mominous was created and produced by Claire Barrios and Katie Judge and written by your weirdo children. <laughs>